book. Chapter 4. Thirty-fifth verse, And the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. When they'd sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. There were also with him other little ships. There arose a great storm of wind. The waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. He was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillar. They awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? May we pray. Our Father tonight, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. To reveal it to us, we thank you for our security in you. We thank you, our Father, that what you do, it's forever. And you can't add nothing to it and take nothing from it. And because you saved us, nobody can take it from us. And we don't have to get nothing added to it. You did it. We pray thy blessings upon every person here tonight. Grant that the power of God may take over. And we shall accomplish tonight in these closing moments the things that you want us to get accomplished. Our Father, we pray that you'll take thy servant and loose his tongue and illuminate his mind and give us holy unction. For Jesus' sake, amen. I want to think with you tonight on this passage that I read to you. There rose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. He was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillar and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? He arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there's a great calm. We've had some of the greatest messages this year we've ever had. All of it has been an appeal to you and a warning to you about the terrible things of sin. One preacher and teacher after another has tried to show you the terribleness of sin and tried to warn you and have tried to encourage you. Tonight I want to finish it up in this message I feel that God would have me bring on these 
verses that I read, you have here the picture of a boat and a storm and someone in it. So I want to talk to you tonight on this subject. Stay in the boat. We stop to remember that over the book of Timothy, 4th chapter 1st Timothy, now the Spirit speaks expressively that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. In the last days, seducing spirits and doctrines of devil is the order. The Word of God tells us that in the last days, the very elect will be deceived if possible. I want to say to you tonight that we in those days, when the seducing spirits and the doctrines of devils are coming upon us on every sort, when hypocrisy is at its height, to show off the hypocrisy of the lives of professed Christians. So out here, the disciples had had a great time with the Lord. They'd saw the Lord do many things and had blessed many people. Now he tells them to get in a boat and we're going on the other side. And Jesus got in the hinder part of the boat and went to sleep. While he was asleep, a mighty storm rose. There was zigzagging lightning, clapping thunder. There was powerful winds a-blowing and a-roaring. And the waves was going high and pouring over in the boat. And it was getting serious. The boat was getting filled with water. And the wind was raging and the storm was on. And the disciples was afraid. We stop to recognize the tempest is on today. You and I that are saved are in the boat with the Lord. And we need to stay in that boat. And have you realized the contrary winds are hitting us? Persecution, ridicule, all kinds of Contrary winds are blowing the storms building against Christians in the church. Because the devil's already got everything else. Our legislative crowd are controlled by the devil. Our intellectual schools that are teaching the intellect is controlled by the devil. They push the word of God out and push prayer out and, and put within it all sorts of heresies seducing spirits and doctrines of devils such as evolution and all other kind of things to curse the people's mind about God. So as a result, the storm is on. You look in the legislative halls of our country and the devil's taken over. The storms is on. Men are becoming wicked and sinful, losing respect for each other and for God and losing respect for our nation. And as a result, many of them will sell this country downstream for a bottle of booze or a crooked woman. And as we face all of that, then our intellectual systems are becoming more corrupt. 
And I mind you, my friends, tonight that the intellect was the first thing the devil made his approach on. He said to the woman and to the man, he appealed to the intellect, eat of this fruit of this tree and you shall know as God knows. You'll be smart like God. And so the centers of our intellectualism, <coughs> our universities and our schools have told this generation, don't believe God. Throw away the moral laws that's come from the old line and the old school and God and the preachers and the teachers of old are trying to withhold secrets from you. Go ahead and take of sex and take of dope and take of drink and take of this. You'll find out some things. We found it out all right, but it's left us wrecked. It's left us blighted. It's left us crippled. It's left us in defeat and despair. It's left us for suicide and disgrace. It's left us warped and blinded and shackled by the habits of sin all over this country. And as a result, my friends, all of the winds are rising against the church of the living Son of God. God's been kicked out of our schools. God's been kicked out of our recreational facilities. The rock and roll took over and got God out of the recreational facilities. And as a result, my friends, the only thing the devil hadn't got tonight is the church. So as a result, he's building all of his storm, turning on all of the powers he's got towards the church of the living Son of God. The only thing that he hasn't ridden through on and set on the throne of and got a hold of is the New Testament churches that are preaching and practicing the truth of God. So as a result... The seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, my friends, is doing everything they can to get us out away from the church. In other words, the storm is raging. They're trying to make this church look so insecure, make the church look so unimportant and unattractive that many of my friends are leaving our churches. They're taken off after the... PTLs and the 700 clubs and all the tongue movements and everything else. But I want you to know, my friends, one thing. Jesus loved the church and gave himself for it. And Jesus said, He that is not with me is against me. And everybody that leaves your church and goes off after some sort of religion, whether it be the PTL or 700 Club, whether it be the tongue movement, whatever it is, when you leave your church, to, you've done gone to the devil. I don't care who you are, preacher or whatnot. You've done gone to the devil because you're not with Jesus. Jesus loved the church and gave himself for it. And if you follow Jesus, you will love the church and give yourself for it. I don't care who you are, young or old, rich or poor. If you're going to follow Jesus, you've got to love the church and give yourself for it. Because you can't follow Jesus any other way. That's the way He went. And that's the way He lived. And that's what He loved. If you're going to be like Jesus, you've got to love the church. You've got to go the church route. And my friends, there's no other way but the Jesus way. The storm's on. All kind of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Every kind of a doctrine of the devil you can think of to make you lose respect for the church and to get you away from the church. All kind of seducing spirits. Things seducing you. 
the pleasures of the world, the entertainment of the world, the television media, and everything else, my friends, and the flesh, and the lust, and the dope, and the dance, and all the rest of it, is seducing you to leave the church, to give up your life in the church. And as a result, my friends, you took off after the devil. The contrary winds are action. He said the devils are going about as a roaring lion. My friends, the tornado of the lion is on. You can hear the roar of Satan. You can hear the roar of the satanic influences. The roaring tornado to try to wreck our churches, to try to wreck your lives and destroy you is headed towards America tonight. And I say to you, my friends, as you face it, we realize these things are set out to devour us and to devour the church of the Lord and to devour you and to devour your homes. And I want us to realize they're using every means that they can get. Everything the devil can hatch up, he's hatching it up to get you to leave your church and leave the Christ. So we stop to remember when the storm was on. My friends, they thought the ship was going to sink. They thought the ship was going down. But Jesus was in there sleeping on a pillar. He wasn't worried about the storm. He could sleep and let a roar. He wasn't worried about it for himself nor his disciples. Because he knew no storm could sink the boat with him in it. When the Lord's in the boat, you can't sink the boat. Why is you sleep or what is a way? He is, my friends, he's already conquered all of the foes. He's already conquered all of the enemies. He walked out and laid down his life on the devil's territory. Said, here's the battle. I laid down my life and nobody takes it from me. But two, three days from now, get up and take it again. When Jesus laid down in that grave the third morning, he took the napkin off and folded it up and laid it aside and came up out of there. And the devil said, you just possumed. You wasn't dead. He said, I was dead. And I'm alive. And I hold the keys of death and hell in my hand. Said, if you doubt it, look on a little bit. And Jesus called the folks that is lying out there in the graveyard, some of them 3,000 years, and they set up. And they wanted enough for him to set up. He said, get up. And they got up and run into the streets of the city, praising God. Keep it in mind. He has already conquered the foe. He's already conquered hell and the graveyard and death as far as he's concerned. And he can go to sleep. It is finished. I can take a nap. It's all done finished. And when he finishes, he can't add anything to it or take anything from it. He don't halfway do it. He does it all the way. 
show as a result. My friends, I want you to realize something. What you young people need is to stand the boat. Noah's storm was raging and they thought they saw ghosts because they saw Jesus walking on the water. And it shook them up. Jesus said, don't get afraid. It is I. And old Peter said, hey, let me, if it's you, Lord, let me come to you walking on the water. His eyes is on the Lord. He's out of the boat. But the lightning got the zigzagging and the thunder clapping. And he felt the water hitting his legs. He looked down to see how far the waves was coming up. While there's a tidal wave coming to knock him under now. And he went to sinking. Save me, Lord, or I perish. Jesus took care of him. But if he hadn't got out of the boat, he wouldn't have been hiding the holler, Save me, Lord. You young and stand up, boat. You want to be a screaming and a crying for the Lord to save you. Stand up, boat, and you won't be sinking. My friends, Jesus is in the boat. Don't crawl out there in those storms. Stay in the boat. Don't go to the honky-tonks and dance halls and nightclubs and picture shows and devil's dens and rock festivals. Stay in the boat where Jesus is. The storm can't wreck it. Storm can't sink that boat. When Jesus, making it in the sweaters, asleep or awake. But he's lying down or standing up. Stand up on where Jesus is. My friends, be of good cheer. It is I. Keep the faith in my victory. He conquered all the foes. He conquered hell and death and the graveyard and everything else. And he ain't got nothing else to conquer. So who's he afraid of? He done conquered everything. What's he afraid of? He could go there and lie down and take him a nap. It's done all over. I'd rather be in a church and the Lord are sleeping in there than to be with all of the devil's world and the storm raging. You can get out of these religions if you want to. Trot around at these religious movements and fads of religion if you want to. I'm going to stay in the church where Jesus is. The church is so cold. The church is not spiritual. Well, bless God, He's in there. I'd rather be in with one cold as a cucumber than to be out with the world hot as an devil. Because I know one thing. Where He is, a storm and a glory. Be of good cheer. It is I. I'm in here. What you need to do is learn to stand the boat. You get out there and get to looking at what the devil's world's doing, what the enemy's doing, 
seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, first thing you know, you'll be sinking. All these religious fads is already sunk. A lot of folks got all excited about the Jesus movement, children of God movement, Jews for Christ movement, and I found it movement. Where are they at? They done sunk. Nothing but a dirty fad, that is all. All this tongue talking, all that stuff, Holy Ghost business, nothing but a bunch of fads. You say, what do you mean by fads? You know what it is. You can remember back on a few years back when everybody young and old and in between who were hooked. is still singing and a preaching and a teaching and a living for God. Don't get out of the boat to go in the storm. Seducer spirits are seducing you. They're trying to get you to get out of the boat. Let them stay out there with the storm. The roaring lions, the tornadoes of sin, false doctrines, heresies, damnable heresies. Don't get out there that stuff. Stay with your church. It's the truth and the foundation of truth. It's that which Jesus built. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I want you to know when Jesus built the church, He built it so it should be a foundation that the spots couldn't wash out. And the storms couldn't blow away. And the devil couldn't defeat. Stay in the boat, youngins. Stay in the boat. The boat is your church. Love your church. Give yourself to your church. Live in your church. Pray for your church. Support your church. With your presence. With your possessions. With your prayers. You can't lose. She ain't going to sing. The storm ain't going to hurt her. Jesus is in there. He's the head of it. He's the foundation of it. And you're the body. Stand them up. My friends, he's overcome all of the fools. There ain't nobody here whooped. 
Nobody he hadn't defeated. And so my friends, you don't have to worry about it. So when the sky But one morning, no society sister with her glasses on a stick. Put them on. She's going to feed her little canary bird, an expensive one. And as she opened the little gate to put some food and water in there, he never had been ugly. But when he opened the gate, this one, <laughs> there he went. She took out after him, and he went in Noah's Ark. Here's another society sister taking her beautiful little poodle for a morning walk with the lease. Walking him for the morning exercise. Carried him along. He'd been an awful obedient little dog. Very beautiful little poodle. She's a walking him for his morning exercise down the streets. wobbling here comes the frog hopping going in Noah's Ark there comes that old slow smell going in Noah's Ark I believe it is. All them animals going in there. I believe it is. They all got in and who shut the door? God. Pitched her within, pitched her without. Seal it up. Eternal security. The rain started. The flood came. It rained till everybody was and everything outside was drowned. All that was saved was in the boat, sealed up by the hand of God. You young folks better stay in the boat. You better listen to God's preachers that's talking about the raining of God's wrath. Living in a little old stupid modern world and the preacher saying God is a God of love. God loves you. Everything's all right. Nothing's wrong anymore. The television media has so brainwashed America till nothing's wrong anymore. Everything's all right. Still going. But keep one thing in mind. My friends, they said it's all going to be all right, but it wasn't. It drowned it. And you keep this in mind. I want you to know one thing. They're hollering, it's going to be all right, but it ain't. The judgment of God's always come. And the judgment of God's on its way. You boys and girls, you better stay in the boat with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
He may be asleep on your shoulder speaking unattractive and unexciting, but when the storm hits and the rain starts, you better find yourself in the boat with the rest of us. I'm not getting out of the boat. I don't care who comes along or what's coming along. I'm standing in the boat, boat, boat. I want you to know God sent a messenger down the lot and said it's going to rain. Going to rain. Going to rain brimstone and fire. Going to rain. Going to rain. Going to rain brimstone and fire. Good old loving God burn people up. Hmm. <laughs> God is love. God loves folks. And the daughter said, Daddy, where'd you get that stuff? Said God's messenger said it's going to rain brimstone fire. We better get out of here. And they laughed him and put him outside of their house and said, Get on, if you want to be that stuff. We're going to drink and dance and wine and dine a while longer. Yeah. You know, such saying as brimstone and fire coming down. And old Lot got his two daughters and his wife and headed out of there. And his wife turned around. God said, don't even look back. And she turned around. Till her salt, she turned. But it wasn't long until you could hear the screams of Lot's family and his herd and his herdmen. And the smoke was back there. And it burned the place up and left nothing but the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea starts the day where Sodom and Gomorrah burned up. And it tells us in the book of Peter, it's a warning for those who should act would live ungodly. Nothing lives in the Dead Sea. It's dead. Fresh water goes in there. comes dead water. Living animals get in that fish or something. They die as soon as they hit it. The tide of it never rises or falls. It stays the same level. And God said he put it there to warn the rest that live ungodly. Hey! You better stay out of the Dead Sea crowd. You better start digging it back toward God and His church. My friends... He said the forces of hell, the fires of hell can't burn my church, can't defeat my church, can't stop my church. Get out, my friends of the world, and get back in the church and stay in the boat. And I'd have you realize, my friends, the children of Israel, and when they got right with God, they had light over there. If you please, the Egyptians are in the dark, but the light is on anyway. I'm fool enough to believe that if, if energy crisis comes, the devil's crowd won't have no light, but God will give us some lights in our houses to keep on preaching, keep on teaching the Word of God. You better stay in where the light is, honey. You get out there in the dark. And then we saw those Israelites stay in the boat where God saved, and they went across on dry ground and kicked up dust for the glory of God. The Red Sea divided out and led them across. Then the Egyptians come in behind the whole outfit drowning. My friends, there's security. I ain't going to get with Egyptian bunch the world crowd. I'm going to stay with God's youngers. And if they run us through the sea, God will part the water. We'll still get on the other side. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat, youngers. You can't lose in there. Then there came a time when old Joseph... I went out and because his brothers is jealous of him, they put him in a pit. Then they got him out and sold him to the Egyptians. And then old Joseph wouldn't do wrong. He stayed with God. And they put him in the king's house. 
and he was serving. And as a result, the king's wife, the man's wife tried to get Joseph to commit sin. And he ran out of his coat and left her with it. And I, friends, but God took care of Joseph when she told the lie on him. God took care of it. And I tell you, some of you youngins better be running out of the coats of some of these dirty women that'll try to tie you up and get you led astray, leaving your coat, but don't leave them your virtue, nor your life disgraced. Get out of there. Run. And then God let Joseph have the storehouses, and he fed the very crowd that had sold him out. They're making fun of you now. They're criticizing you now. But hey, hey, won't be long till that crowd will be crawling around and begging you to feed them. Devil's business will starve them to death. Rob them of their property. Rob them of their possessions. Rob them of their character. Rob them of everything else. The crowd I used to run with, my friends, they've been around begging a lot of times after God saved me and put me in his church. That crowd made fun and gave me the ha-ha laugh and everything. But I've seen them bad since. And God's never let me starve, never let me go naked. And always give me a place to stay. Stand them all. I followed all. Old Peter said, Lord, we've left all following you. What are we going to get out of it? He said, you'll get houses and lots and lands and brothers and sisters. And I want you to know, youngins, tonight when you're in the boat with God, when you're in God's church, God gives you a bunch of brothers and sisters and a bunch of mamas and daddies that's worth more than a thousand of the devil's crowds you left. They'll love you, they'll pray for you, they'll lift you, they'll help you. My friends, I don't want to be out there on the outside of the boat. I find in God's church the best people. Mamas and daddies coming. They have houses and lots and lands. They let me come and eat at their house and feed me at their house, bless me at their house, and help me through with a problem. Hey, God's church people is the best folks you can associate with. Yeah. Right. Stay in the boat, folks. Stay in the boat. And the three Hebrew children wouldn't bow to the golden God. Hey, King got mad suddenly playing music and sound trumpets. You better get out. And they sounded the music and played the trumpet. They didn't bend the knee nor a finger. And then let their head. And the old king got so mad. They used to burn people up when they violated the laws of the king. He said, go down there and turn the furnace up and get her seven times hotter than the years again. And the fine youngins, I'll get rid of them. They got it heated up seven times hotter than it'd been. Bound them with ropes. Stood there and chunked them in like chunking in cordwood. Flames rushed out and burnt the ones and threw them in to death. Left nothing but their ashes. That's why the old king went down. Hey, hey. How many did they throw in there? Three. What? Who? I, I, I see four in there now. And one's the Lord. He's still in the boat. 
Sin's hair had a smell and committed the smell of them. And all it burnt off of them was what the world tied on them. Nothing God had put on them got burned off and won't get burned off. I'm standing there where the Lord is. Storms is all seducing fierce doctrines of devil. Hell raising hell fighting against the church. But I'm standing where the Lord is. He brought them through the fire for this. He brought them through the storm. And he'll bring this church through all the hell forces. Victorious. David wouldn't eat the king's meat and drink the king's wine and dance at the king's dance. They said, put that little religious defiant fellow in and feed him to the lions. Daniel, you going to quit praying being religious? No. Got out and prayed again. They said, feed him. Got out and got down here, those chains unlocking those gates, and those gates are clicking. Said, Daniel, you going to keep. Sure am. Gonna live for God. Here you go. Open that gate and shoved him in. All those old lions had run back in there. Got caught down to get him. He hit the floor. God locked their jaws and their claws. Baby, Daniel pushed their whiskers back on their nose and they couldn't even touch Use one of them's bushy manes for a pillow that night. And every time those lions would get blood pressure, start licking that thumb down and whirling them white eyes at Daniel, start to get up. God James says, Shh, don't wake him up, let him sleep. <laughs> Next morning, the king didn't sleep or eat that night, he shook him up. He went down this morning and said, Oh, Daniel! Daniel! Somebody hollering, waking me up. <laughs> Daniel! Said, Oh, yeah, king, what's wrong? Said, Did he meet you? Said, No, you just woke me up. Said, I've come. Said, The Lord is in here with me. Lords in the boat, the lions can't eat you. When the Lord's in the boat, the fire can't burn you. When the largest hospital in America, private-owned hospitals, Baptist Hospital in Memphis, three years ago I went down the hallway of the psychiatric ward, counted 71 young people, teenagers, and he's lying up against the wall, some lying in the floor, kicking and slobbing like a dog. Some of them beat the wall hollering, Doctor! Oh, Doctor, help us! I met an old nurse down the wall, down the way down there, and I said, What's wrong with all them youngsters? She took her handkerchief out and began to wipe the tears. She said, Brother Ray, they're through. They're out of some of the nicest homes in Tennessee, but they're bloated on dope. And no doctor or no medicine will ever cure them. We have them here like that every day. And there's nothing we can do. Got out of the boat. Took a trip out of the boat. Got out of the boat to smoke some grass. Wound up idiots. Got out of the boat to commit sex. Wound up with an ill disease. 
mind blown, nerve shot. Stand them up! Stand them up! Paul was in a storm in a boat. For 14 days and nights they prayed and fought the storm. And finally, the Lord stood by and said, Paul, she's going to wreck. But don't worry. You won't get hurt. Paul said she can break the fast and eat you something. We'll need a little strength that while she's going to wreck. But the Lord said it wasn't going to happen to us. Sure enough, that boat wrecked and tore off to pieces. And they got out. And nobody got hurt. Because the Lord is in the boat, they didn't land her. Storm didn't bother them. They got wet and it was cold and they built them a fire to warm and dry by. And an old snake run out of that fire and Dick Paul, he just slung it over and kept it warming. <laughs> you see, when you start building fires, snakes start crawling. But if they bite you, they won't hurt you. You preachers start preaching against sin in your church and you young folks start living against the devil in your church. It'll, that hot fire get the snakes to crawl in. But if they bite you, they won't hurt you. Just string them off and go on. Because the Lord's in there. He's in the boat. And then my friends, I want you to realize tonight Sure as you get out of the boat, you're going to sink. Storm's going to get you. And I've never known, and I've been here 30 years, and I think my folks are bad now. I've never heard as many messages warning young people about the dangers as been delivered here this time. And what they're trying to say, stay with the Lord. God want me to tell you tonight, as the last message to stay in the boat, stay in the boat, stay in the church. It may seem unattractive and dead and not very lively. You may think the Lord's going to sleep, but it's better to be in that him and him asleep than it is beyond the world and the devil kill you. Maybe your church is a little dry. Maybe your church does seem a little dead. Maybe it is unattractive. But hey, stand there. Stand there. The Lord's in there. He's the head of it. He's the foundation of it. And he said all the forces of hell will never defeat it. Let hell come. Let hell crowd come. Let the devils raise all they want to. The militant forces of hell will rise up and fight and fight and fight. And then they still won't whip it. It shall never suffer defeat. The cross shall never suffer loss. The victor's won. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us and died. He's already conquered the crowd after you. Stand the boat. If he seems asleep, stand the boat. If he's up in there, stand the boat. But stand the boat, young ones. Stand the boat. Stand your church. Jesus loved it and gave himself for it. You stand there and pray and stand God till a revival comes that'll save us from the storm. Stand the boat. Don't get out. Stay with your church. Stay in there. 
He's the head of it. He's the foundation of it. My friends, he said it'll never, never suffer defeat. He said, the gates of hell shall never whip it. It's going to whip everything else. Hey, you young people see everything else around you in the next 10 years shook up and whipped. But the church will still be singing and a preaching and a teaching. You stay with your church. You stay with your church. You stay with your Lord. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. When the storm is over, they're still in the boat. When the storm comes, he said, pull, pull on the other side, boys. We're going on the other side. <laughs> the is rough. But it ain't going to be long. She's going to pull us on the other side. <laughs> See, these little ships were some more little churches. He built his church. And out of that church came these little churches. And what your church is little or big, he said, now stay with him. You may say, well, my church is little church. He said, there's some little ships. But when, when he got the storm through, he said, pull on the other side. And Jesus carried these ships on the other side. He established his church. And out of those churches have come other little churches all over this nation, all over this world. You say, well, preacher, you don't have no proof that churches have always been here. I don't have to have it. Jesus said it'd be here. Well, we went through the dark age and the Renaissance and Revolution. You didn't have no church history. Well, before all that happened, bees was swarming, forming a hive, making honey and hatching out a queen and hatching out some more bees and starting another hive and swarming. And they'd been doing that for all these years before the dark ages and after the dark ages and through the dark ages, making honey. But you don't have no history of it. And so as a result, there's making honey before and hatching out bees and forming hives and starting another hive and making honey and feeding bees and hatching out and getting the queen and starting again. So since you don't have no history in the dark ages, I guess tumblebugs did the honey back in the dark ages. Well, you can have tumblebug honey if you want it. I don't want it. I'm going to have honey. I want the real stuff. Jesus said the gates of hell would never prevail against the church. She's come through the dark ages. She's come through the renaissance. She's come through the revolution. And she's coming through modernism, liberalism, and all other isms. And she's coming for me and you. I know the storm's on. I know it's rough. But it ain't long now till Jesus is going to say, Pull in, boys. We're going on the other side. And we're lined up on the other side. Lined up on the other side. The ones in the boat went on the other side with Jesus. The little churches got on the other side with Jesus. Go with whatever crowd you want to, but I want to be in the boat that's going on the other side. Where there's a, where there's a Christian. Where there's no death. Where the streets are going on. Where there's no sorrow. Where there's no sin. Where there's no separation. Stay in the boat. She's going to pull in after a while. Don't get scared. Don't jump out. Stay.
It's going to be caught up at the wire, and we're going to sail right into glory and turn you loose where you'll never get shook up no more. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. God bless you for coming as I and God keep in the boat till the time when he pulls us and say we're going on the other side disciples and he went on the other side with them he got on the other side with us come in and say Father look here who I got I acknowledge him before you and before all angels then you talking about a shout but you ain't never seen nothing yet He's coming for us. The storm's on. But he'll come at one of these days. And then he'll say, come on, we're going on the other side. And we'll pull in on the other side. Pull up the river as clear as a crystal. Run load around the thorns. Walk up and down the river and eat food off in the 12 different countries. I'm going to stay in the boat, y'all. Don't let nobody lead you away from your church. Sinful crowd, no religious crowd. Stay with your church. Stay in that where Jesus is. You won't lose. You'll win. God help you. God help you. We're going to stand. Myrtle Baptist Church members to come down here at the front. You Myrtle Baptist Church members come down here at the front.